Kristen Smith, Patrick Halbert. We are here. We're at the comics table. We are at the in comics table. New York City. New York City. How's it going, man? Who who's here for dinner? Well, we're here with a very special guest, Mr. Ian Lara. Yeah, Ian Lara, everybody. Ian what's up, Ian? Lara? Hey, what's Lara? going on, guys? How do you I'm, say your last name, Ian? I, I don't know. It's L-A-R-A, Lara, Lara. I always tell people, however you want to say it, it's fine. Loray. Ian Loray is here, everybody. Because <laughs> because I'm Spanish, so it's, in Spanish it's Lara. Uh-huh. But I'm not gonna make you roll your eyes. That's the actual it. way you say it. Yeah, Lara. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, you should. You should. I, Ian Lara. That's, yeah, Ian Lara. That's hola, actually hola. easier for me to say. Lara Laro or Lara. La, because because I want to like call it Laurel or Lara, like or Laura. Like I want to well, call you. You have Lori. to say it correct. It's Lara. Yeah. Lara. Can you roll your R's a lot? Yeah. Could yeah. you say your Hi, I'm Ian Lara, but like roll it a lot when you say it? Well, he, that only has one R in my last name. Let's that's pretend it has like 14 R's. <laughs> Ian Lara. Yes, that's what I want. Yes, that's what I wanted. That's, that's how I'm going to start bringing you up if I ever bring you up yeah. on the show. Please don't. You know what? I think we should start every show by just being racist yeah, or and, and, and know, culturally to, insensitive. Yeah. And condescending. To, yeah, to have her, all of our guests. Could you just pretend there's R's where there isn't so yeah. we can sound extra Spanish? Okay. Yeah. Actually, Ian, you have a great distinction of being the first guest at the comics table uh, when we actually have some listeners, yeah, like all of our previous guests were like we hadn't put out anything yet, and we were we didn't have anything like it was all hypothetical. And anybody previously listening, it, it just had to have been an accident, right? <laughs> yeah, like they would have had to have broken into my apartment yeah. and like been listening to shit off my computer <laughs> while I'm sleeping. Yeah, which is after five p.m. or a.m. because I'm like a I'm one of those crazy people that stays up all night. Yeah, you are a weirdo like that. I'm yeah. excited, man. Thank you guys for having me. I always love doing these kind of things. That's that's yeah. why Ian's so successful because he's humble and he's he's thankful and he's sincere. All, he's sincere. I, I'm not that successful, but yeah, I'm, I am sincere. And he wears <laughs> colorful hats. You're, you're gracious. Yeah. Uh, and and we do appreciate you taking time for us tonight. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you, guys. I am very appreciative. I had a because yeah. I, I just I just had a, a birthday party for my my birthday was a couple of weeks ago and oh, I had a birthday, birthday party. Thank you. Happy I had a birthday party at home and like my whole family was there. Like my niece was there and Are like you t- you're twenty you're twenty one now. You can drink. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm twenty six now. And my whole family was there, and I like the whole time, like I'm talking to my niece, and I'm talking to my cousins, and I'm just like, man, they're like, oh, where, like, where are your friends? And I'm like, my friends, like, I'm so happy that my family's here. Like, they oh, came that's out, sweet. Like, they came out for me, and everybody's like, why are you so appreciative? Like, why, do you, <laughs> why do you appreciate this so much? Like, this isn't a big deal. And I'm like, no, nah, for me, I, I just, I don't know, I don't think that's I, the best way to be, man. Yeah, yeah. like in life or anything. I'm just so happy. Yeah, mm. I'm so happy that, that they that's were there. That's very not millennial of you. Yeah, oh, right, right. yeah. Simple pleasures. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Pleasures. And your niece, you do bits about her, right? Is she the one? That's in- the old. That's her sister. That's her gotcha. older sister. I, I I do more about the little one, which is her younger sister. Gotcha. Who's gotcha. like older now? Like now she's like, I th- she's like ten or eleven, but like the bits, I know all the bits. She's six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you you've got an older sibling with children. Yeah, I'm the youngest. I have I have three sisters and a brother. Wow! Oh, wow! Yeah. Youngest of five. Who's the oldest? My older sister, which is her mom. Her mom, Teresa, is her name. Teresa. What's the age difference? Is there? Oh, it's big. I mean, she's she's like I think she's uh, like fifteen years older than me. Oh wow! What is that neighborhood you live in? It's in uh, Queens by JFK. Yeah, Ozone Park. Ozone Park. Because yeah. I picked you up down there. It's like the very nice suburbs down there. Ah, uh, yeah. Kind of, that's what they try to be. That's what they aspire to be. The suburbs. Yeah. Hey, coming from Bushwick, the day I I picked Ian up to do a show, and uh, it felt very nice out there. It felt like there you have, you live on a very wide you street. Up Ian. 
Yeah. Normally, Ian picks people up. Ian's, yeah, yeah. He, Ian's driving around. Yeah. He's toting, pe- toting people from show to show. I picked them up. That's not true. <laughs> I pick up one person. I mean, he is an <laughs> yeah. Uber driver. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just pick up one guy. <laughs> But yeah, he yeah, that, I love it over there, man. I love and listen, going home like after late night, and I get home in like half an hour. Wait, wait, so did tonight, you pick him up on your bike? Did he like ride? <laughs> did he ride on the? Did I he have hold an you? automobile. Oh my gosh, yeah, look you at don't you. know that about me. You guys all. F- I have two sets of <laughs> that's a sets that's of like wheels. a dark side of you, Patrick, that I'm not familiar with the, auto, yeah. the automobile owning side. Uh, yeah. It's like a smart car, though. It's not that dark. It's well, that, <laughs> car's, that car's gone now. Oh, yeah? Uh, okay. I got I got rear-ended pretty hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. In a car accident. That's not in a sexual encounter. Right. But that <laughs> so, as well. Uh, well, I've, got, I've been rear-ended inside that <laughs> car. Yeah. Uh, you guys are crazy. Getting picked. But now I have a... Ian, we'll do another gig. You'll see the Kia Sorento I'm in. Oh, nice. Kia Is Sorento's that, you have a nice. Kia Sorento yeah, now? Yeah, it's a SUV. Nice. You're rolling, you're rolling nice. hard, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a Hyundai wrapped in a Kia body. Yeah, those are good. I've been in one. I've rented one before. What's your car? I have a Maxima. A Maxima? Yeah. So you're going to drive home tonight after this? Like your car is in the city right now? Yeah, it's parked there, yeah. Across wow. the street. We're in uh, Opera America Studios. Yeah. It's luxury right here. Hell yeah. yeah we really we can, we're looking out on the 7th Avenue. I can see the um, authentic halal cuisine place from here. <laughs> I can see an office building where people are just counting the hours till they die. You guys pulled out all the stops for me. This is yeah, nice. well, this yeah. is well, that's how we do. We do it There's real. a piano in here. If, Ian, if you want to get on the piano, yeah, if you want to play the piano. Uh, well, why don't we sing the praises of Ian a little bit? Um, okay. I don't think there's that many, but I mean, no, I, 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 I love you as a person. Oh, thank. You. I respect you as a comedian. Oh, thank. You. Uh, I, 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 I want what you have in your career. Uh, I, you know what I love is that Ian. Is like maybe I like vague like maybe like a decade younger, and yet he like gives he gives me sage advice. You know, yes. like let me tell you. Well, you no, know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't give you stage advice. Sage, uh, sage. Oh, sage, sage, sage. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. <laughs> I like because I try to, I try to, I, I warn everybody before I speak to them. I'm like, listen, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to tell you this, and you can take it however you want if you right. want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on what T-shirt you're wearing at the time. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is it the Yo MTV Jams? Yeah. One or what's the one that you had? That's like a bunch of like hot dogs and hamburgers or what? No, nah, that, that one is uh is lobster and fries. Oh, lobster and fries. Yeah, yeah. We're not listening to advice from that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but you 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 know what I appreciate is that you have like a very distinct philosophy about everything, and I don't yeah. always necessarily a hundred percent agree with your philosophy because you're so very black and white about it. Like you're just like. Well, and black and white in the sense that you're very, you feel like you're very confident that like this is the way that this works, and 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 you know, well, I, to to be honest, I'm not though. Like I, like I'm confident that this is how it works for me. Yeah. So I would I'm gonna say it with confidence because this is how it's worked for me. Yeah. But I'm not a hundred percent confident that it's gonna work for you. But also, a lot of it is stuff that you already know. Like I don't, I don't think I'm saying anything new to anybody. Yeah. Like everything I say, they already know. It's like if you don't do it, it's honestly. I just think if you don't do what, what like the type of things that I talk about, it's just because you don't want. You're being lazy and you don't. But want see, to. that's that's what that's what I'm talking about with like that definitive. Yeah, I know, but like, but I, I get what you're saying. But also, like all I've said, I mean, is, you like, don't have to do what hard. I say, but that means that you're a fucking idiot. And, all like, I said a lazy is work bastard. hard, write jokes. Like what? What have oh, I but said? Like, like we've had conversations about, for instance, like uh, crowd work. Like you, like you, kind of, or at least I don't know if you changed your stance on this. But it seemed like we were talking about it. You didn't feel like that. It was like that was like pure comedy. Like that's like a tool in the tool bag. But like, 
You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a controversial yeah. opinion. That is. I'd like to yeah. hear you spell that out. What the crowd work? Yeah. What, yeah, you, what, what, your what did you tell work? him? My my no my thing on crowd work is what I get from like the what I see from people I've met. You know, like the the headliners and the bookers and you know managers and agents that tell me like. Crowd work is it's good if you're good at it. It's great to have. It's like if you're good if you can do good crowd work, then you probably it'll probably be rare for you to have a bad show because right. you can always go to it. However, no matter how good it gets, it's like a there's like a ceiling to it. Like you're not gonna impress people as much as your real material would. Like no matter how high it gets. I like how you started. Still- See, this is why you, you accept what he says, because he starts off with like, you know, just with all the agents and like, you know, like I've got 10 agents and I've talked to every one of them. And they all See, when I'm on this. a conference call with my agent, <laughs> right. my manager and my co-stars. I'm flying to L.A. in a private jet. I, I like how you guys this- say that I'm the most humble guy. And now you make me out to be this arrogant. We completely switch paths. That's now the, I'm an that's arrogant the joke. This, this, guy. this is the only way we're going to survive this conversation <laughs> yeah. is if we can feel like we're cutting you down in some way. Yeah. Well, yeah, even though I'm like the low. I'm like always like, no, I'm not anything. I'm not. Yeah, I'm but not. People don't know. Ian is is definitely like. You, you're you're like I would say you're straddling that next level. Like there's like there's like there's like there's shades of stuff. And I mean you are at the next level. You're you're getting you're you're past it like decent clubs. You know like not and you're, ju- you're working yeah. the road. He's yeah. getting paid to go yeah. be places for an entire weekend. You know? I, the only reason why I say straddling is because like you still will come out to like a mic and that kind of thing. But yeah. I think I, I always will. To yeah, be no matter how. Which is like, yeah, good, we'll check in on philosophy. that next year, yeah. a year from now. No hey, and when's the last mic you're mics. at? Yeah. <laughs> I I'm, I I don't know. I, I especially listen, and I tell people I speak to all the time, especially laughing Buddha mics because those are the best mics in the city. Oh uh, shit! What a, a, what a nice plug, for a resounding me. plug. I'm, I'm not I'm not plugging. I don't you know <laughs> I don't work for them. I you know I I came up with them, but like legitimately. Oh, speaking of so speaking of uh so the the mic that that Patrick and I host at the stand on Thursday yeah uh which is a laughing buddha mic i yeah. originally started hosting that with uh, ian lara over here yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that mic i i originally that mic started when that mic i was the first host of that mic when when the stand first allowed jeff to run the mic there and it was I, me and gene yeah you and jake you and gene getman I, right. I actually did that mic uh a number of times before. i love that mic it's yeah, always it's great and if i'm ever like still if I'm my favorite one, mic on thursdays yeah, yeah. I, I, like at six o'clock i would i always want to yeah go. i've seen you there i've seen you there a couple times in yeah. recent memory that that must have been two summers ago, right? That was about two and a half, maybe. Because I'm about two and a half years in right now. And then I think I started with you. I, I want to figure out when we started that mic. Because that's when we started to become friends. I don't. We weren't. Yeah. You and I weren't really friends. Well, you started it when I left, right? Yeah. yeah. When I left. And I left maybe a year and a half ago. Okay. That's, that's yeah, I but I, uh, you know, that's where I got the, uh, the whole, uh, like the picture about things there because... Uh, you know, Ian was just like, we we got to be out at 7.30. We, we fucking do this. Yeah. You know, we put this amount of time into it and, you know, just kind of keep it moving, keep it moving, keep yeah. it moving. Yeah. I was being real wordy at that time between – I had just started, like, I've been hosting for maybe a couple of – like, maybe six months, if if that. Yeah. And uh, and I was definitely being, like, too verbose between – between sets like i would like do like a minute yeah. trying to riff yeah and, and ian's like no you can't do that like i mean line I, in there and yeah, get the fuck that, off that's the stage. my thing like yeah. i never did that even when i had like even if i have time i don't there's no need because i know why everybody's here yeah so it's yeah. like if i have something that i think is very funny yeah i'll mention it but like doing time in between comics at that open mic like everybody wants to do their spot even if you're gonna stay till the end of the show after you do your set nobody wants to watch you yeah. like 
I see. I was coming from improv, and so I had this kind of like ridiculous like notion of like, like, yeah, everybody loves seeing people work it out up there, <laughs> you know, like uh, just just riffing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I think in the yeah stand up world, that's not not no, the case as much. No. no. Yeah. Now, now that Mike has become, uh, if if we don't have something to roast somebody on after yeah. their set, just keep it moving. How long have you been hosting it? A year and a half. Yeah, maybe? it must be yeah, a year and, and a half. half. Year and a half. Yeah, it feels longer. Yeah, that's such a great mic, man. That was, that that mic was like. Yeah. A, so what I learned from watching Ian at mics is, uh, you you work you work on your bits a lot. Like you you I I can probably do. There's two or three of your bits. The one with your niece in the mirror. I feel like I could probably do if I had to. If I could write it down. Really? Because that like I really do that one. I feel like mics. I heard that a lot. A well, while you've ago. also seen me at a lot of shows. Yeah, well, that, so that's what I want to get to is that uh, when I was first starting mics, I, I didn't I, – of course, I knew generally what mics are for. Yeah. But uh, I remember thinking like, wow, he really practices these bits a lot. Yeah. It's sort of judgmentally, I'll admit. Uh, but then – Judgmentally? Like what do you mean? Like, like, like when's this guy going to do something else, oh, you okay. know? Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. I go see you at a show and you fucking crush and you get – enormous laughs where those laughs belong it's not like luck that the yeah. laugh came at that moment yeah. it came at that moment because you you tighten that joke up so much and you worked on it so hard in the mics even if like people had heard it a bunch and maybe you weren't getting those laughs as big anymore yeah. in the mics yeah. you were getting them when they counted you have at a the very shows. clean delivery and um but no i don't i just practice it a lot no but that's what makes it clean man yeah, yeah, but you know, but it's not. I'm saying because it's not natural. Like, like now, now I'll meet comics who, who you know, like they'll come up with a thing and they'll just like it'll just be good, like right away, and they'll and they'll perform it and they can work it out on stage. Yeah, but I've seen means. people do that and it's just good right away, and then they work on it and make it worse every single time they do really? it until it's like a total horseshit. <laughs> well, well, what I'm saying is I'm just the kind of person. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like I'm a I'm a perfectionist like that. So yeah. if I well, the first time I bring out a new joke. If it gets a good laugh, like the first time, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to tell this shit for three months. <laughs> yeah, because right. like at the end, it's gonna be so like I feel like it will be so tight. Wouldn't right. you say though? Because what are you five, six years in? No, I'm I'm, I'm four and a half. Yeah, almost five. So, but wouldn't you say that when you're ten years in, you will be one of those people that you have an idea and you'll just your brain will work like that and you'll kind of be able to just riff on stuff in a way that's structured and funny yeah probably if i i hope i learn how to do it I, i'm not really that good at it now i mean but it's funny because it's not like i'm terrible like i'm i, I think i'm pretty pretty good at uh crowd work like i can I, i've sat on stage for 40 minutes doing crowd work yeah but so, ian there's a there's a ceiling on that yeah. <laughs> you can only go so far at that crowd yeah. work you did a great job uh, ian did a show in my hometown and i had probably 20 family members there and they loved yeah. you where's your and, hometown uh, Walk Hill, New York, but this was in Marlboro, New York, which is one county over. So not literally my hometown, but 10 minutes from where I grew up. Was that like a club or? No, it's a music venue. Yeah, that was a great show, man. That was really... probably one of the best shows I've ever done. Yeah, just... he, he was great. I asked him to MC, which he was kind enough to do. And like, it didn't, it wasn't like, you know how like when you MC a show, sometimes it's like the most forgettable part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loved I think four of us performed. Everybody loved everybody. Yeah, like, everybody was great. Yeah. That was just a great show. That was great. Everybody was great. Rob was great. Rob yeah. Hayes. It was, and it was such like a like a meaningful show for me. Yeah. You guys have your own like shared comedic history. Well, so we'll we'll say something sad. It was a, a fundraiser for uh, cancer 
two people who had cancer who were sick, and they have both since passed away. Yeah, which is very sad. Well, and, I just and not think only that means them... you guys didn't raise enough money. I think that's <laughs> right. the problem. We we're directly responsible. <laughs> yeah, uh, not... so we're gonna have to live with that forever. We've been in the trenches, you know, like our parents fought in Vietnam, yeah. and not only them, the people who had cancer, but the parents of the girl who had cancer to see them be able to laugh like with their daughter cancer. That just made me look at comedy like, oh man, this is this is not some bullshit that we're doing. Yeah, yeah there is... he goes being thankful again. <laughs> Always thankful. <laughs> Man. Yeah, no, I, I do remember that. Those parents legit thanked each of us individually and were like, we, we haven't laughed yeah. in months or weeks yeah. or whatever they said. Yeah. Uh, that was big. I have never healed anybody with my comedy. Probably only <laughs> I've, I've used it for evil and, and destruction. I bet I bet that's not true because you say some fucked up shit on stage. But what's funny is like people love that stuff. Like my Aunt Nat, she saw Jeff Lawrence in Newburgh on another night. She... Loved his set so much. And Jeff was like giving us the full Jeff, like, yeah. like age jokes, like gay people dying, like, <laughs> uh-huh. like really dark stuff. And she still to this day can't get over it. And like Aunt Nat, I don't think of as the kind of person that would love that. So what I'm saying is your twisted shit probably reaches people in ways that you don't. I had a bunch of women come up to me from New Zealand that said how much they loved my dark shit. Yeah. And they're like, you got a bunch of Kiwi fans. <laughs> yeah. Actually, well, she didn't say it like that. She said it in her New Zealand accent that I can't do. I just oh, can't. I have a real interview question. Are are you, are you a Christian? Uh, yeah, I'm. I, I wouldn't say I. I'm. My pat, my dad is Christian. My dad and sister are Christian, and then my mom is Catholic. I, I say I'm what a fucking weird question. Well, no, no, this is a real question because because we're uh-huh. talking about this weird twisted yeah, stuff and yeah. comedy. We hang out in these comedy Everybody's rooms. Everybody's atheist. We're, yeah, we we hang out with a lot of atheists, and this isn't about religion, really. But like, how how do you do you consciously think about like the themes you write about, the kinds of things you're willing to say on stage? Do you curse? I actually can't think of you cursing. I, I on do. Stage. That's what's funny. People people think I don't, but I do curse. But they're yeah. just the curses is just uh, it's just like it. a lot. You know, a lot of people think that like I'm like I I think people tell me this and. I never say it, but I think it's they say it in a condescending way. Like people tell me, like, "Oh, yeah," like because your stuff is like your stuff is like everybody could like it. Like your stuff is mainstream, but I'm like, you're not really giving me a. You're trying to say that I'm like, you know, that I I don't have. No, like, I, I you understand take that, that as them though. saying you're corny. No, not corny. That, it's no, accessible material. Not like, corny, what's wrong with that? They like I I take it in the sense that in in a in a in a uh, you know. In a art, art form that everybody wants to be edgy and everybody yeah, yeah. wants to be the next prior. Well, is that yeah, what you want? All those is that people, what you want? No. Uh, you well, know then, what, man? You know. You're going to be fucking rich based on the way you're able to make the world funny. Every, you, but, but also, like, I, I also I want people to understand that I'm not trying to be this mainstream guy or, or whatever. I'm literally talking about what I care about. Yeah. Like, I don't like offending people. Ever. Yeah. Like, I don't like offending people. If I ever offend you, it makes me feel bad. Yeah. So I will never have a joke. Now, I wouldn't say never, but if a joke legitimately offends you and you give me a point of view, and you, some people might not like this, but I'll probably not tell that joke anymore. Well, that's very millennial of you. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm just not. You have that one thing you say about skinny jeans in Williamsburg, and I, I resent you for it. <laughs> I'm not. No, I guess I got to dump that one. Yeah, <laughs> well, but it's you like, know, it's I like mean, I'm not. I'm not. I don't make fun of. Like, my, so let's my, talk. Let's talk about that for a second because that is something that I worry about with people. With me? Well, I mean, just more of like in a general way. Like, I think like you should do the material that's true to you, and if it offends someone, it's not. Look, you could pretty much offend anybody with anybody anything. Yeah. Any, yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. Like, if it, like, yeah, you're right with that. But like, 
that's what's true to me. I don't like offending people. I don't think Ian's talking about that stuff. I think he's talking about like he's not going to go up there and like do five minutes on fat chicks. No. Right. No, never. Hell no. I would feel like shit. I'm like, yeah. why, why? And you no. love fat chicks. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want you. <laughs> I don't want you to feel for, like my niece. My, I was talking to my niece this weekend because like my niece, she has this thing now where she likes to like make fun of people uh-huh. like right to her, their face. Oh, like shit. just just not like not in a mean way, but just saying jokes about people. Yeah. And I was just like, I kind of I love that, too. I love teasing people, yeah, but, but I don't like, want them to be upset. Like, yeah, I understand like, that you don't but like. That's like yeah. I'm like that's a sign of insecurity. Like if you mm. you, you constantly that's make why it, I do comedy. I'm a very insecure person. <laughs> like I'm not. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not insecure. Like I'm I'm not. Like so I, I don't need to make like you're like a white guy with nice comb over who's like six two. I don't need to sit here and make fun of your. He's fucking describing me, not like, Tristan. Yeah, by the way. But he said, yes, did you did you just say is a comb over? He has a comb over. Yeah, his hair. Like, I'm not hiding a bald spot. No, no it's like, that's the Leonardo DiCaprio. It's the Leonardo DiCaprio. Your hair is thick and lustrous. No, it's that's like called a... the comb over that Leonardo DiCaprio started in the Great Yeah, in the Great Gatsby. It's like the, the See when I hear the word comb over, you think, I think you're hiding of... a bald spot? Yeah, no, I think no, like, no, no, that's you not think what I like meant. My hair. I meant you look like a like you know, you <laughs> I look, look like, like a movie star, yeah. look like Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly. So but I'm not intimidated by you. Like I don't need to sit here and make fun of your jeans or the car you drive or everything. As a friend, I might make fun of you as You bust chops. But you're not gonna like hurt feelings. No, like I don't, I, I don't want to do that. Like, in, in fact, I'll tell you, like, dude, like this is great. Like, look, like you fucking look like a movie star, dude. You must get so much girls. Like, I, I, I rather that. I if rather, Tristan like, were to say those same words, I would perceive that as he's fucking with me so hard right now. <laughs> he's like being know, mean. I, I, I like fucking with people. Um, I don't, I, I don't. You're insecure. I, but I'll be honest. I'm like, not telling you. I don't know. I don't know any. Com- I mean, maybe some comics out there. I don't know any comic that actually wants people. To, to not like that, unless you're like sometimes an Andy I Kaufman think sometimes I dude. think they do. Like sometimes I hear you know, some like, of the stuff that you're doing an Andy doing. Kaufman thing, you know, like where you legitimately like want people to not like you, and it's like almost more of like an art performance, and it is comedy, yeah. or you know, it's it's like a mixture of the two. And I don't, you know, I respect that just as much as I respect somebody who like if they do it well, yeah, you know, yeah. like I respect that just yeah, as much as somebody well, yeah. who who's just going for pure laughs. Yeah. Um, but to me, like people, and also like, it's not like I'm anti dark stuff. Like I love Anthony Jeselnik. I, yeah. I, he legit makes me laugh like out loud. Actually, but Anthony Jeselnik is one of the best joke writers yeah, out yeah, there. Is, yeah. And I could see why you'd respect him because your pacing and delivery and like sort of structure are very similar to me. Plus all of like, your jokes are stolen from Jeselnik. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. The stuff about, yeah. <laughs> the stuff about your niece and yeah, everything so yeah. st- ripped yeah. straight out of. <laughs> uh, what what was I gonna? I don't know. I don't know. Can't we I feel like we got really fired up about stuff, and then we all sort of agreed on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. Well, no, okay. Well, anybody I, listening? Yeah. I, I always have to disclaim. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying. One, one oh, thing, that's that's the thing at the comics table yeah. when you're at the club itself, like. Everybody's full of shit. Nobody yeah. knows this fucking yeah. secrets to this thing. Yeah, I don't know. And you know what? Today's a cool night to talk to you because you actually, because you talked about this before. You're 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 speaking from experience. You're not speaking from a place of knowing anything. You're just telling us your experience, which yeah. is my uh, experience. And here's the other thing yeah. too. Like even if you do know all the secrets, like quote unquote, like you only ever know it for yourself. Like right. it's all a particular combination to you. But you're you, like, right. This is how but, you succeed. But they are some college. absolutes. They are some absolutes that everybody will tell you. That like every comedian you speak to will tell you. Yeah. What's one you can think of off the top of your head? Absolute? Yeah. Like I mean, I don't mean every comedian, but like every successful comedian would be like you have to write jokes. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. There's definitely that, but there's other things too. Like, so for instance, you could have like fun, funny people, and then it makes a difference whether they're white or black or man or woman or yeah. whatever. Like, there's like because some club owners and stuff are looking for a certain demographic. They're like, yeah. oh, I don't want anybody, my, I'm not going to pass anybody at my club that's over 30, for instance. You know, like, they say that. I've never seen that. I've never experienced that. I think if you're undeniably that. funny, yeah, yeah. then you can, yeah. you, you know, but I mean. The thing is, if you're like a white guy and you're moderately funny, like you're funny, but you're not like blow the roof off funny, then yeah, I can see why it would be harder for you because there's so many guys on that so and that demographic guys, yeah. that are hilarious. Like you could go, you can go down the list. Like Pete Lee, Joe List, Mark Norman, Dan Soder. Like so, which one? Like he's not gonna give them a spot to give you a spot when yeah. they blow the roof off and and you're like you know you do okay. Right. So I, I do feel like in that well, sense, I'm kind of more talking about like the, the the level where you get with comedy where pe- people are getting like development spots and yeah. things like that where. Where the, the club owner knows that, like, you, you've got something good going, but you're not, like, maybe blow the roof off yet. But if they give you, like, like a couple of months or something, that you you will be blowing the roof off, that kind of thing? Eh, I don't know. I, I, I haven't been doing comedy for so for long enough to see yeah. somebody be bad at first and get really, really good. I'm not saying be bad. I'm saying, like, you you know, you, you got to have – you have to have some level of, like, confidence, you know, comfort on stage. Yeah. But also, I think funny. Yeah. Also, I think comedy is like so all over the place that you don't have to be a killer. Like, not everybody's a killer. Yeah. Some people are blow the roof off killers. Not right. everybody's like that, and yeah. they're still great. So you don't right. have to. I don't think you have to be a, a blow the roof off killer. It's like, tough though because, like, uh, you know, I think everybody wants to get that that time. They want to get that. You know, they want to get out there. They want to do this stuff. And I think it's much more challenging to to do something that's like really unique when somebody's doing something like a Raleigh Mo. Mm-hmm. You know, I love him because he's just so unique, and um. You know, he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't follow the formula of like, you know, set up punchline and I'm going to, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And I respect that a lot, but that's like a lot more difficult of a path, I think, you know, to take than if you're like, I'm just really good at writing, you know, set up a punchline, tag, 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 and, you know, move on to the next thing. And, you know, know, but, you know, like if you see me, if you see me at open mics and stuff, and if you saw me like come up and run around at the mics, a lot of people might say that I'm set up punchline, but if you see me do, like a feature set for half an hour to an hour, like everybody across the board, everywhere I go to, they're like, you know, that it seems conversational because it's like I, I, when I'm at Mike's, I'm working out individual bits. But when I put it all together, it just, it just seems like a yeah. long conversation. Well, you're, you're, yeah. Your crowd works very conversational, like like more so than – What isn't that what crowd like is? motorcycle coming out there. Well, it, it can be, but I think uh, I've okay. So I've seen some people that like some of the best people at crowd work, yeah. and what they actually have is they're not making it up on the spot. Yeah. They have like all these preloaded jokes yeah, that are yeah. really fucking good. Yeah. yeah and so course, they're like, I know this scenario, boom, course, joke. Of course. And it, like people I'm are not like, good enough to have that. Yeah. yeah so people I'm, are like, oh my god, yeah, like yeah. they're so blown yeah. away by it. I don't have any of those. Right. I'm not but I wish I did. It's not as conversational of a crowd work. Well, it is conversation, but they're they're pushing somebody. Like if to the naked eye, it seems like it's. A conversation, but if you've seen them before, you you see that they're pushing them to where they want to go, right. so they can just hit them with the joke. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I wish I I need to get some of those. Yeah, I need to get some of those. We all do. Uh, I have one that works. I legit I legit have a conversation with like if I'm doing crowd work, I will legit just have a conversation till something funny comes up. <laughs> this is all like it's the only way I know how to do it. Yeah, and that's it's fun when you have the time to feel confident in that like yeah. to trust that you're a funny guy and yeah. something and will something happen. come up yeah uh i heard norm mcdonald saying something very similar to that recently did you 
on Stern, I think. It was the Stern interview from yesterday. What did he say? He's like, hey, <laughs> uh, you guys. Yeah, no, he's just saying, like, yeah, sometimes you just you just talk to him and then you'd let it happen. Yeah. And he's just a funny dude. I saw yeah. him at the cellar uh, on Tuesday. Nice. Oh, yeah? Hey, closed it out. How that's a do? big, that's killed? a good get. Yeah, he he, uh, he killed it. Yeah, the yeah. cellar, man. One day. All right. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the that's the big goal. Well, I mean, listening to you talk about the the odds of a white guys making it, I I think this might be my last comedy <laughs> podcast tonight. <laughs> I didn't say there's the odds. I was just saying you got to work really, really no, hard. No, no, it's yeah. it's like so. This is the first day of fall, and uh, this is when I start thinking about like all the things I've done wrong in my life. You know, I start <laughs> contemplating on <laughs> and like and think you know, thinking about like, oh my god, I'm never gonna make it you because have the X, Y, and Z you have seasonal affective yeah. disorder. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just yeah. it's it's just like every time this this time of year that happens with me. Well, is what, that, what is are that some like of the you... items on that list? Like, what are the shitty things you tell yourself? The shitty things I tell my well, the fact that I'm like in my 30s, that uh, you know I'm not uh, you know I'm not as far along as Ian Lara, you know yeah. Ian Lara. And, um, you know, <laughs> but I, I compare myself to people oh, and I know funny. that you shouldn't do everybody that. Everybody does that. We shouldn't. You but yeah, should everybody, never do that. Everybody. But we I all do, do it that. all the we time. All I'm like, and I'll be like, oh, this person got this show. Like, so that's so awesome for them. Why I, not? Now I feel shitty about yeah. that. I didn't yeah. do that. Yeah. You but know? also like, like, man, listen, anytime I compare my, I, I don't really, I don't generally feel that way. Like, even if like, I don't feel that like when I say, why did I get it? Like, I, I feel like. I'll, you'll get it like eventually, but it, like if if I feel like if you work if you put in the work hard hard yeah. enough, when you compare to somebody, you won't feel shitty. You'll yeah. just be like, well, that's the other thing too. I coming. beat myself up about how much I work. You know, you I'm don't like, think it's enough. I, I never think it's enough. No. Yeah, I is it pro- though? I, I you could, know, you know if it is or no. Is it? I, I, I if I if if it was, I pr- I probably wouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah, but I feel like yeah. I feel like I. But I also feel like even if I wrote like literally every single day, which I don't, which. Right there, like that's not enough. Yeah. I, I but well, I'm not I don't sure think if you I would have still to do feel, that, but, you know. Yeah. I think if you put in like ten minutes a day, at least every day, yeah. you know, that's not an unreasonable thing to do. And and I think if you do do that, like you're going to be so far ahead of like other comics because most comics don't do that. Ten minutes a day, man, that's nothing, dude. Like some, it isn't some bits, anything. Like yeah. some bits that I've came up with have took me like legit like five hours. Yeah, of just run, playing with the pl- like, like trying to at figure out one sitting. Yeah. Oh man, like I could. But I'm yeah. not just sitting. Yeah. Like I'll I'll get up, I'll make a coffee. Yeah. Like I'll be writing, I'll get up, I'll make a coffee, I'll have, you know, I'll have a drink, I'll pace around my house. If I'm at a coffee shop, I'll go a walk around the block with the bit in my head just trying to figure it out, trying to figure it and out. I've seen your set. And you can't yeah. you can't tell that you put that much work into it. Oh man, that's uh, that's that's what that's, I don't know if that's a compliment or <laughs> I'm, I'm, what I I think it's a compliment, compliment because it doesn't yeah, it sound over yeah, it, it never sounds overworked because you know yeah. when yeah. something's overworked. Yeah, it's not you know you 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 want your stuff to sound like hey I just thought of this yeah yeah, yeah. Also, just occurred to me yeah. also, this brilliant found, thing just occurred to me yeah I found in the last year in like the last few months like last eight months I'm like I'm very good with pressure applied. Like when yeah. when I need to get ready for something, I can literally sit there and get ready for it. Yeah, like yeah. like. Now let me ask, what do you do when you're not doing? Co- I mean, like doing comedy. Do you do you have do you have time allotted to doing like like when you're not doing comedy and banging chicks? Like what what's <laughs> like what do you do with yourself? Uh, Is that even? Uh, I, I'm I'm you know I, I'm big on family. I'm with my family. Like uh-huh. I hang out with my family. With my Is brother. That, I mean, you get some material from that, right? 
Not really. I don't like to speak about my. Not. I'll speak you to have, you. Like your niece stuff, right? That's the only thing out of That's like forty thing. minutes. Yeah, stuff. And I have some cousin stuff here, here and there, but nothing. That nothing. niece bits are like twelve minutes, uh, fifteen, sixteen minutes long. What about the volunteer <laughs> fighter, firefighter? But the volunteer auxiliary. That's my cousin. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and I heard a cousin of mine. I think a cousin of mine told me that that joke got back to him. Oh <laughs> shit! See, I'm worried about that with some stuff. Yeah. But we're supposed to just write about people in our lives as if they're dead, right? Are we? I don't know. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I, I, uh, well, I, I, that's see, I, that's how I started. Like, so you talk about like not wanting to offend people. Like, one of my first jokes, like one of the first ones I wrote was like, my parents got divorced when I was four because my dad's a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> and then my mom, uh, ma- got remarried to my dad's best friend because my mom's a whore. Like, I, <laughs> And then I was like, not hey, even my- a joke. And then, and then I'm insults. like, yeah. And then I'm like, mom, come check out my show. I'm gonna yeah. do that joke. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, if any of if my like, <laughs> when he got offended, I was just like, but honestly, like that's that joke is a minute and a half. Like, if you listen to my act, there's you you there's 25 minutes of me making fun of me. Yeah. Of, of yeah. the shit that I experienced. Yeah. So you, this is just one thing that I said about. You know what me. I'd like to and capture? It's a joke. I'd like to capture just very briefly, like. How how this has all worked for you uh, four and a half years in? Because you, I don't know if you know this or not, but a lot of times Jeff Lawrence will use you as an example of somebody who started hosting at the mics or will come into the mics, Jesus hosting Christ. at the mics. It's a busy fucking uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got we got uh, <laughs> sirens out front. That's okay. We're all right. It could, it could be somebody else yeah. bombing. Yeah, yeah there could be another there. bombing. There Jesus could be another bomb. But yeah, you want me to just say how? Like, yeah, well, yeah. And how would you describe? Uh, you know how how you kind of found your way in the. I haven't, but yeah, how how found my way to where I am? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I started doing comedy. I remember I did my first comedy, my first uh, open mic, June um, June two thousand and eleven. I did my first mic, and I did a bunch of mics that summer. It was a Laughing Buddha open mic. They used to run it at Broadway back then. Jeff used to host. Mm-hmm. He used to just have one mic a week. He used to have a show on Tuesday in New York. A mic at Broadway on Thursdays and a, and a show on Tuesday at New York. It wasn't really. It was like a mic show kind of thing. It's like what they have at Climate. Like some people, mostly mostly comics, but it was good. Wait, if you did it start in June and then in 2011, then you you have been doing comedy for five you didn't years. Let me finish. Ah, okay. <laughs> it took a break. There's a break <laughs> coming a break, up, guys. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing a lot of black semicolon. Don't count that. Yeah. <laughs> semicolon. I did it that whole summer of June 2011, but then I went back to school uh-huh. for the 2000, and I didn't. Where do are we going that. to school? In Long Island, SUNY okay. Westbury, but I was dorming, so I didn't do comedy that entire year till I graduated in two thousand May of two thousand and twelve. You write anything or no? Not really, no. no. And then May two thousand twelve, I literally came back in May two thousand twelve because I hadn't because I got pretty cool with Jeff at the time, you know, because I was doing a lot of mics. I did a few of his uh, bringers and his industry shows. In two thousand twelve, in two thousand eleven, I did oh, okay. one of his industry shows and I did a bunch oh, okay, of mics. Okay. Uh, so, but I used to only do laughing boots. So I used to do, see him a lot, and then he didn't see me for the whole year. Yeah. And then when I came back, when I had graduated, I remember I, first time I came back, I was like, "Hey, like Jeff, you remember me?" And he's like, "Not really." And then I was like, "Hey, I used to do." It. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember you. And I was like, yeah, well, now I graduated college. Like, I'm ready to become a comedian. That's <laughs> literally what I said. And I just went from there. I started doing one mic a week. I used uh-huh. to do that mic, one mic a week. Then, you know, as you grow, I started doing more, two, three mics a week. Then Jeff had a full, and that that full, Jeff had a falling out with uh with uh, wherever he was, Broadway or whatever, he moved to the Village Lantern, which was just one mic a week. But those mics got so full that pretty soon the Lantern started giving him more days. And since I was like the oldest person with Laughing Buddha, as soon as he started to expand, he asked me, he's like, hey, man, you want to host one of these mics? And I'm like a year and a half. I'm like a, not even a few months. I'm like a few months really in. So I'm like, yeah, of course. I would love to host you. I know. I'm the longest running mic host at. at yeah, the, are you? Yeah. The, so then I hosted. Is that true? It you is. started before me? Yeah. Because I started, I was doing other mics before the stand. I don't want to get into a pissing contest <laughs> no. here. 
Well, so so was I. I was doing it. I was doing it back in. Uh, I was doing it. I started hosting Laughing Buddha mics in the fall of 1984. <laughs> okay. Well, I was 83. So. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So I started. So I started doing. I started uh, hosting his mics. Yeah. I did it for like two years, and I remember Jeff had the he he. I I was hosting his mics, hosting his mics, and I'm just like, man. There just came a point where I was like, I was like, I think I know how to do this open mic stuff, man. Like I want to, I want to start. And I didn't do much. I didn't do much industry shows. Like I used to do one or two, maybe three a year. I've I've only done like four or five, like my whole time. Yeah. Like bring show, bringer shows or whatever. And I'm like, man, I want to, you know, like I, I really want to break out of this. Like I feel like I'm funny. I just, I just, you know, I'm just hacking away, writing, trying to come up with new stuff. Like constantly having good sets at the mics because that's important. Like a lot of people don't take it important, but listen, the mic that's where it starts. Like that's if you, I feel like if you anywhere you want to get, you have to kill at the mics. That's see, that's so interesting because like I just was having a conversation with somebody. And they're like, you know, because I, I think I am, sometimes I too, do fall into the trap where I'm like, I just want to do well. I basically want an emotional jerk off is what I call it. I don't, yeah, I don't, uh, think, I don't think you always want to kill the mics. I don't. Okay. Because like, I, here's my problem. I don't think I'm going to mics often enough with a new idea and a new bit and something specific to work on, which is what I tried today. And yeah. I left very miserable because I was like, well, fuck, I didn't get anything good out of this. I think I, I but, feel like that's healthy, though. I yeah. feel like if you're, tr- look, here's the thing. It's great if like you're at a point where like everything that you're coming up with gets at least like a solid laugh, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, at a mic, yeah. If at a literally, mic, every, yeah. I mean, at a show, I think you should always try to kill, right? But at a mic, yeah. which is like our pra- like our only form of practice, really, like when you're starting yeah. out, like yeah. I think if you're always going to try to kill it. Like I don't, but I'm not, you're probably I'm not, not taking as many risks. But that's what they say. But I'm not saying I'm not saying like that. You have to kill. Yeah. Even when you're working on new stuff, I'm not saying you have to kill. But I'm saying you should try to. Like even when I'm coming up with oh, new yeah. stuff, you should learn how to kill. Yeah. When I'm, like, when I'm coming up with okay. new stuff, even when I'm coming up with new stuff, yeah. most of the time, like not 100 percent of the time, but most of the time, when I take it to the stage, I've learned it already. I'm yeah, trying. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to make this joke. Do well. Like, okay. I don't want to just give you the joke, get a tepid response, and then be like, oh, that's some new stuff. Well, that, that makes sense on. in yeah. the sense yeah. that, like, I mean, if you're, if you're going out there to the mic and you're, you, you don't have any intention to, like, progress or whatever. And that's you're like just 90% like, of people at mic. Yeah, and you're just kind of killing no, some time. or you're, No intention to progress. Or you're, or you're, you're just like, I just want to get up and speak put my face to a, a like a mic yeah. you know amplified system and like which if that's what you do that's fine that's, no yeah yeah but wrong, no, I, some people need to get out the house if that's what, what you do yeah. that's cool. i guess the, the distinction i'm trying to make is if you're actually trying to get really good at this like like you should allow yourself to fail at a mic at the very least because if you won't allow yourself to even do that then how are you pushing yourself no but a joke can to me a joke failing it's not that's not failing to me a joke not getting a laugh that's not failing right. to me failing is taking time out of your day to go to an open mic yeah. get on stage and be like oh what do i want to talk about today yeah. i don't yeah. have anything prepared today uh, oh yeah yeah okay so yeah. Yeah, that happens. You want to? All right, I, I, I don't judge you if that's what you want to do. All right, but don't say you want to be. I, a you're gonna be a great dad. He's yeah. gonna be a great dad because yeah. you know, you know, when you like, you take a test or whatever, and your parents like, I'm not well, mad did at you. you I'm just did, disappointed. Well, that yeah. and uh, did did you do you think you did the best you could? Today? Yeah, right. Because uh, you and then when you said it to Tristan before, yes. you're like, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, if you if do you know. if you're doing the thing. Yeah. But uh, to me, when I see that, 
it doesn't annoy me because, like I said, there's plenty of people who are going through divorces or going through <laughs> shit at home. No, seriously, that they just love to. And I've spoken to people because I didn't look at it this way, but I've spoken to people that told me, like, no, like, I know I'm not, I just want to get out the house. I enjoy yeah. this. I have a community. I feel like they're my friends. I enjoy doing this. If that's what you want to do, then listen, do whatever you want on stage. Yeah. But then after, you you know, when you've been doing it two, three years and you haven't seen any progression, don't look at it like, yo, why, I want to do this. I want to do that. It's like, no, because you, you don't treat it like you want to do yeah. that. Li- I understand the stuff about you want to fail, but if you want to get out of the mics, you have to be the best person at that mic yeah. most of the time. Yeah. And I've always tried to be that from the first time. I've always tried to be the best person at that mic. Yeah. And now that I do shows with fucking monsters, I'm still trying to be the best person on that show. Yeah. yeah like, well, I, I mean, for shows like, I, you know, I don't feel like. Unless you're, you know, like really top tier comedian, like I don't feel shows is where you practice. I mean, or at the very least, even then, if if you are practicing, your practice is like killer, killer jokes, killer, killer yeah, jokes. Practice, I'm gonna yeah. try out this one yeah. or this two, yeah, and yeah. then killer, killer, killer yeah. jokes. Yeah, that, I, 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 I agree with that. But also, you learn how to, you learn like you like that. You learn how to how to practice. How yeah, how to just work, drop in a couple to, things, see if it yeah. works, if it plays, it yeah. does. But it, here's what happens. Here's what happened. Here's what happens to me, and this is why I speak with with conviction when i say it because this was the this was my plan and yeah. this is how it happened to me and 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 i'm and i don't just come up with these ideas like i research comedy big time like i've i've listened to any like like any comic that came up in new york within the last 10 years within the last 20 years i've heard their story i've heard how they did it any comic i've heard how they did it i've heard them on podcasts i've bought books i've researched it i've, I've hit sp- outside their house yeah, the bushes. Yeah. i've spoken to people that were there any comic you could you could you could think of the last twenty years, big comic, no comic. I've I've researched how they did it. So I'm not just coming up with these things. Like my my plan was like as soon as I started doing comedy, I said the first thing I need to do is I need to get out of this mic. I need to get out of the mics. Yeah. I don't like doing these mics. I don't like being here. I feel like most of the people here are not the same as me. I don't. I I feel like we don't want the same things. Some of us we do, and that's why we bond, and that's how I make friends. But most of them are just here to waste time. And I I know I started when I was 21, but I don't have time to waste i want to be good as soon as i can well you will if with that attitude with that kind of <laughs> with that kind of attitude you yeah. man so i'm gonna so, go home and quit you know so my plan was my plan was i'm gonna do these mics and i'm gonna try to get so good at the mics where they have to give me a chance and while i was trying that there were so many people that came and 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 were or, or that were there already that were above me and i was like i need to surpass them i need to surpass them how do you surpass them consistently doing well at the mics because this is what happened i used to do the mic at the lantern all the time and one day jody coyote just told jeff you remember everybody yeah. knows jody. jody told jeff like to, he's like oh ian's like yeah it's really funny and you know ian's, it's really funny at that time i was i was having like good sets like every night in front of hot crowds at the thing so she was like oh, you know give me a chance and one day jeff just emailed me he was like hey man uh i don't have a host for the for, you know you used to run the late show at the lantern yeah. he was like i don't have a host for the show do you mind hosting never hosted a show before in my life yeah it's like do you mind hosting i was like yeah i'll host even though i never did it so i was like i host i'm kind of, i was kind of nervous cause i never did it showtime comes it's five people in the crowd i've never done crowd work never tried it five people in the crowd i just started doing crowd work with jody in the back Killing with five people, five people from like New Mexico or some shit. Not killing, but doing decent yeah. enough. Not killing, enough. entertaining. Them. Yeah, entertaining and um, entertaining. Because also, like once you move, once you start, you see killing is different. Yeah. Uh, so, but entertaining them. As soon as I got off stage, Jeff was like, "Hey, man, I don't have a host for the stand tomorrow. Do you want to host a stand?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'll... you got that. That was a quick progression." <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, "Yeah, I'll host the stand." And then it, and then it, it, it climbed from there. Like, yeah, I, was like week... I worked at the, I worked at the stand for like two years, and eventually he was like, "You want to do it?" 
No. Yeah. <laughs> and then a week later, a week later, Jeff was just like, Jeff told me, he's like, hey, man, he's like, Ian, we, he's like, we, I got to get you out of these mics. Like, I got to get you, I got to get you out of these mics. And like a year later, like I was basically done with mics. Not yeah. done because I still go, like you guys said, but yeah. I don't need to do it for yeah. stage time. Like, That's I get, great. I get stage time hey, other places. I want to change topics for a second. Sure. Because uh, I know that we could talk about all this at length, but I want to get to know Ian a little bit more. As yeah. A, uh, uh, you know, I know like comic is a big, being comic is a huge part of your identity. But Not that big. But I mean, like, so you have an interesting, you have a unique upbringing. Like, you were you were born in Dominican Republic, right? No, I was born in Queens. You were born in Queens. <laughs> yes, I was born in Queens. But you are Dominican. Well, my parents are both from the yeah. Dominican Republic. So you, yeah, my... you were you were born in in, in South Queens. Africa, right? <laughs> I was born in Queens. <laughs> um, so wait, so you, tell us what Kwanzaa you, you, is. <laughs> so wait, you were born yeah, just, in Queens. You lived in Queens your entire life. You never lived anywhere else. I lived. I, was, I lived in Queens. I, I was born in Queens. I grew up in Brooklyn until I was eleven. Until I was ten, then I moved to Queens. I feel like you told me a different story at some point. I but, probably did just yeah. to get you off my back. That's nah, probably. I'm just like, I, I, this is my uh, story. But I'm you know, never, but you know, like you know Spanish fluently, right? Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. Spanish. Yeah, I know my mom. That's my. Is mom that just speaks. from growing up in your household? Well, my mom. Like, my mom is like fluent. Like my mom doesn't really speak English. Oh, okay. Yeah, been here forty some years. Doesn't speak English. Are your parents together? Yeah, they're married. They're they're, they're married. Yeah, they they've been together. Because the Dominican I mean, families, technically they're married. Dominican but. families have this thing where they just won't get divorced. Uh-huh. They'll just be like, "This is just what it is." Catholic. This is the, this is the choice. Well, my dad's Christian. My mom's Catholic, but not even religious wise. Just like this is the choice I made. This yeah. is it. <laughs> like not all of them, but like a lot of, especially the old school yeah. ones. Like this is the choice I made. It's what I got to live with. Um. So, uh, what was that like then, growing up in Queens? And I mean, Queens is a diverse place. Obviously, but what is it like growing up with like you know a mother that only speaks Spanish and you know and from and parents are, I guess they were were born in the Dominican Republic yeah, right yeah. and then my mom but you're my also mom like a Queens was, kid. she came to New York when she was like twenty yeah you know? and then she she went back she to visit and met my dad married him and brought him here okay. And now my dad is a professor in English. He wow. didn't even know. He didn't even know. Did, did, See, that's some cra- That's yeah. a crazy immigrant story. Were like, all your siblings born and raised in Queens? In Brooklyn and Queens. Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Queens. Queens. Yeah, my first sister was born in DR. Teresa attended. Is everyone born. funny in the family? Everyone, I wouldn't say funny, but everyone has their role. Like yeah. everyone plays their role. Like some people, are, some people are funny. Some people, it's like. They're not funny, but like they know what to do to yeah. get the laugh. But it's not that they're funny; they just know their role yeah. as a character in the family. I don't. But, but my family's like my family is is great. Like my yeah. dad is a beast. Like my dad came to the United States when he was twenty seven, twenty twenty eight, not speaking a word of English. He used to be he used to be a professor in Dominican Republic and uh and uh-huh. a radio. He had like a radio his own radio show. He was a radio broadcaster over there. He came here, became a radio broadcaster here, got like two masters, became a teacher. Wow. Taught, was it, like, did he do English radio broadcasting or Spanish? In Spanish at first, but okay. now he's fluent in English. Now he teaches in English. That's did awesome. he work at Old Westbury? No, no. He worked at Fairfield. Least, he went to I Fairfield. love to hear that story because I hate when people are like, yeah, they were, they were like a professor over there and now they came over here and they're just like mopping floors like yeah. a beast. Oh, no. <laughs> my dad, they, like the whole, they, I got the, I feel like I got the best of both worlds. Like, yeah. the, like my, my dad, uh-huh. my dad's side of the family are like beasts when it comes to work ethic. Yeah. Like they're all like my grandfather, my aunts, all of that's them. That's so are like, important. All of them. Are, that's why I kind of have like the. They're all like like my grand like my grandfather used to. to you have, my grandfather won't know anything about comedy, but if you sit down and you if I talk to him for like five minutes and then just and be like, oh, I'm not happy where I am. He's like, all right, well, do are you when you work? Are you go working? Are you always putting in the time? Yeah. If not, then why are you mad? Yeah. This is just what you gave it, and it's giving you back what you gave it. That's so Did good. they always yeah. get that about you and your career? Or did they ever like? Do you ever feel like they're like, all right, I'm a self-made man. I became an English professor. What the hell is my son doing in these comedy clubs? 
Not re- not really, because I they always thought I was smart. They always thought I was like like a smart person. But I think that comes like this more because of just how I think. Yeah, it makes people think I'm smart. That it's like, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're smart. I don't think I'm not saying I'm dumb, but yeah, you're an intelligent guy. But just off the shit that I say, like yeah. it's not like it's not like I was a straight A student at school. I mean, I wasn't a bad. Yeah, but student. here's what I've realized over time: that ability, um, in terms of like talent and level of intelligence and those other kinds of things, they'll get you so far. But at the end of the day, like a work ethic is really what takes you all yeah. the way. Yeah, and and you can be. Less talented, you can be less intelligent, you could have less going on starting with, but if you're a really hard worker, you'll surpass people. I've seen that all yeah. the time, you know, yeah. like where, where you'll, you, you know, like I, I, I'm a person that, that's lucky enough to be naturally talented with stuff, but my work ethic is not as good as like a lot of people. Yeah, so, it's horrible. And it's terrible. So I like, and then I see people uh, who maybe start off, they don't have the same level of talent that I have, like in a certain area. Yeah. And then they work and work and work and work. Hard work just, beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. It's the whole turtle versus the hair thing. Yeah. Say that one more time. That is that's church right there. I said hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a that's just that's how it is. But no, to answer your <laughs> to answer your question, I mean, I, when I was in college, when I did my bachelor, like I was pre-law, like the whole thing, I was gonna go to law school and become a lawyer or whatever. But oh, then, God, what a waste! I know. Could but you then, imagine him as a lawyer? I could actually. <laughs> I can imagine you arguing that shit. But then, but then I was like, when I finished college, I was like, I think I'm good at this, and I, I think I should try this, and I, you know, I don't think I'm. Cr- so wait, know. you got an undergrad, right? Yeah, I got a bachelor, yeah. and, but you didn't do anything beyond that. No. What, no. what was your, what was your bachelor degree in? I got a bachelor's in I'm pre-law with politics and economics. Oh Jesus! That's you cool. know, I went to Post right down the street. Yeah, from we there. went to a few blocks away. When did when, when was you? How old were you when you did your first uh, like day job? Oh, day job or yeah. job period. Yeah, job period, I guess. 15? Me well, too. Was, your, was it a night job? No, it was after school. Was I was it? on the basketball team, and then the next year, I, like the, when the season ended, I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to the NBA. I want money. I want a car. Yeah. I want a girl. And I worked, and I bought my car, and I was, I, I've been, had my car since I was 16. That's awesome. I saved well, what, what, what kind of jobs have you had? I used, I, when I was 16, I worked at a pharmacy. I was a delivery boy for uh-huh. the pharmacy. You were a drug dealer. <laughs> were you on your bike? or you? I, was, uh, I, I had a bike, and uh-huh. I had my car if I wanted to, but uh-huh. I usually used to walk. I used okay. to just walk. It wasn't f- too far. I used to walk, and I had a bike if I wanted it. But it wasn't. I, I used to walk, and I'd like I attach weights to my legs. Yeah, you know, was, so I was working. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. And I've had like other like little things. I worked at like a, you know I worked used to work at Hollister when I was in college, uh-huh. and then my sister got me a job. A lot of people don't know. My sister got me a job working at a adult home for people with mental disabilities. Oh yeah, which was I saw some of the funniest things I ever saw. But I would never like funny sad. Or like just funny, funny, things. sad, some, but funny, funny, some, yeah. some like funny, funny, like this is, this is insane. Like they, I mean, they, you know, they have mental, but this is like, it, it wasn't like, like they were like mentally uh, challenged. Well, they are, but they were more like bipolar and, and schizophrenic stuff like that, which yeah. sometimes you can see like the most funny, like the funniest things. And, and, you know, but I would, I don't think I would talk about that on stage because like I said, I don't like offending anyone and I would never want it to seem like, you I'm, know what I got to say though, is sometimes those people in those environments want to laugh at themselves. Like I do a lot of shows for people in recovery from like drink, like drinking and drugs yeah. and stuff. And uh, you can say some insane things that a regular audience would be like, oh my God. But, yeah, here's the other but that's thing, different though. Is your person that's coming from that too. Yeah, also, yeah. So you kind of have You're not like a perfectly in health person making fun yeah, of somebody who's schizophrenic. you were in the trenches. You, did, you, you worked in that world and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's, I like those a, there's a way though. to do it is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. There's I a way to joke about it, yeah. anything. I, I know. Think. Yeah. I haven't learned it. I like yeah. those people though. 
They're good people. They like the where I used to work and stuff. They're, they're yeah. good people. A lot of them. It's been a few years. Like now, I learned a lot of them have passed away. But when I was there, they were good people. Mm. Are you still doing a full time job? No, part time. Yeah, part time. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I work maybe one or two days a week. Just has it always been that way with this particular job? Or no, no, no. It's so you only... just started cutting it down? Yeah, I had to. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Thank you. Like once the 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 cool. Well, so you you work for an airline, right? Yeah. And uh, so you get you get the travel perks, right? Do, yeah. Do you still get them if you're working part time? Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I'm there. If that's... it wasn't there, if it, thank, I'm thankful that if it wasn't for that, I could not have a job right now. And like what doing comedy? Yeah, but just like because that. you can travel wherever people want to. Because no, yeah. The only what I'm saying is the only reason I'm still there yeah. is because like I love the I love because working because they for give them. them flexibility. Yeah, yeah. Not only is it fun, they give me flexibility. And most people know what I do. It's yeah. fun. I love my coworkers. I love everybody there. So and you know I get whenever I do want to work, I can work. Like if things ever tighten up, I can work. Yeah. But I'm there because I get to travel. Uh, is it J- JFK or LaGuardia? LaGuardia. Oh, man, wouldn't it be sweet if it was LaGuardia? You live right there. You could just walk to work. JFK, you mean? JFK, like, yeah. JFK? No, I could work at JFK if I wanted to, but I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Let me ask you this. Uh, you get booked in Vancouver. What's I love that Vancouver. Room? What is that room? Oh, Comics? Uh... In Vancouver, there's the Comedy Mix yeah. and Laugh Lines. I do All right, both let me ask both. you this. So Comedy Mix books you. Do you say, like, yeah, I can I can use a buddy pass from work to get there? No. So they just you're getting legit bookings. You're not like helping them with coupons or anything. No, no, no. That's great. No, I would I wouldn't say that. Normally, what would happen is I would just get if I would try to see speak to my management to try to get them to give me a buyout, which is they say that I'll say like I'll figure out how to get there. You just pay for just give me five hundred dollars and I'll figure out how to get there. Yeah. I should probably, this should probably not be said. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how big your listenership yeah, is. This could be our first edit. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, so at this point, we've, 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 what, we've had 300 downloads. Yeah. Um, and none, none of those people are working for a, anything. Yeah, but one of, the, one of them might try to book me. And then, one and then day, when I ask for the buyout, they're like, no, dude, <laughs> you get here. Or one day, you yeah, know. Yeah, but when let me ask do- you this. Is that dubious? Because I think that's a completely fair thing to do. Yeah, but the clubs aren't looking to do fair shit. They want to get save as much money as they want. They okay, can. and you want to make much money as you can, right? Right, but also I'm expendable. It's not like, yeah, we have to bring Ian Lara. They're like, fine, we'll bring a local if you don't want to do it. Like, you know, like I'm not at the point where I could be like, this is how it is and this is how it has to be. Yeah, we could do an edit. All right, you know what? You we don't make- have to. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, 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 I love to live it. You know, we could just do like a beep over there and then like I no don't one would know what that he actually matter. said. Like, and, th- and then I do it with a beep. Yeah. It doesn't like, matter. Oh my God, Listen. can you st- Listen, with a donkey? He's I- like, what's great about Canada is all the underage women you can sleep with. <laughs> <laughs> no, never, never said that. I did, I'm this black guy. I did not say that. <laughs> You're like, the one I thing- mean, I believe that, but I didn't say it. Um, like one thing I remember when I first started hosting for Jeff, like, you know, I have a car. So and, and the way I get home, like I, I, I literally pass Jeff's house to go home. Yeah. So whenever I'm going home, I always get. Jeff a ride. So when I first started, like a lot of people would be like, oh, I didn't really hear it, but I felt it that people were like, oh, Ian's getting all these opportunities because he has a car. Mm. And yeah, it has to do with me having a car. But also, you can buy a car and see that it won't be the same for you. <laughs> yeah, no, if you're not funny, you yeah, exactly, car, exactly. Yeah. Like when I first, but started, no, it helps. Every little fucking bit helps. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm a hundred percent aware of that. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent that you need all the help you can get. Yeah, like, whatever. That's why I, have I need all the help I can get. <laughs> yeah, you need to start driving a car, dealing drugs, right. uh, giving blowjobs, and start just uh, cooler. working for a giving blowjobs, <laughs> photography, videography. Yeah, uh, producing shows, trading stage time. No, nah, I never do that. Paying, just pay, uh, 
pay people to book you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never produced a show. I never yeah, booked so a show. Actually, you know, that is something I've been thinking about a lot is like in my first year or two, I was like really trying to figure out the shortcuts to how to get booked more often in, on things that weren't mics. Yeah. And uh, so I was offering a lot of like photography and videography stuff. Does it help? Does it get you? It did help back then. But now there's a couple people that I only hear from when they want photos or video that's the problem and i'm not known as a funny guy that's the problem and yeah so now i'm like you know what i'll just do my day job and get funny and i mean i remember when we were going upstate we you spoke to you said like yeah. i just want to get to the point where i feel like i'm funny but that's the thing like now comics start and i was talking to jeff about that i was like now comics start and like six months in you see them on all these shows and they're booking shows and i'm like when i first started which wasn't long ago at all i didn't do i did open mics for a year and a half yeah in a year and a half i did maybe three shows that's not that long to do open mics though no no i meant only open mics yeah like no bar shows no book shows only open mics for like a year and a half now people like i know people that do three shows a week yeah well and that's the other thing too like you like some people will do open mics for a long time and they won't get those because maybe they're doing like a weird act and people are like, well, yeah, I don't know how consistent yeah. that'll be. Or maybe, you know, they're just like, like I have trouble sometimes because I will tease people and like most people will get that, but like some people don't. And then they think that I'm actually like mean that. And it's like, no, every time I'm on stage, I'm making a joke, but that's possible. It hurts my chances of getting booked for like a what? bar show that somebody's doing, but I still get it. Can them. I actually, what is your goal? Like, what do you want? Um, my goal is probably same goal as most people's that are, that everybody are has a different goal. I think for me, I have to do it steps at a time. So like my one, one, one level I want to get to is I want to be performing regularly at clubs, you know, I want to get, and then do you that, think, I do you get, think yeah. you're working towards that? Yeah. Okay. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't follow. I don't. I haven't, like, I don't care I haven't you, seen you. We're going to pause the Comics Table podcast yeah. right now, and now it is the podcast called Getting Real with Ian <laughs> Laura, No, I, don't, I haven't seen you. I, we're, gonna, I, I, we're, gonna, we're now listening to Tristan Crying podcast. Yeah. <laughs> only, <laughs> only you know that. The only you know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm working. Like, there's different levels. So I'm working towards, like, I want to be, I want to get past it, like, you know, as many clubs as possible. Yeah. I mean, That's ideally, goal, I yeah. would love to just be able to make my living like entertaining people in that fashion but that's but you know how, like that's not do, that's not do you step want a. it like and i don't mean to sound condescending when i'm asking you this but do you like how bad do you really want it like does it like because for me like it it bothers me how much better i want to be yeah no like no, it like it aggravates me to the point where i'm sitting down like yeah. trying to come up with stuff like literally like I have to come up with shit. Yeah. Like I have to get funnier. Like yeah. I know I can do this. I know I'm funny. I have to write funnier shit. Yeah. Like that. Do you? No, I feel you, that way. You guys. I don't think I have as good a worth ethic as you. And it, I don't think my worth ethic is, is that good. But it's better than mine. Yeah. Um. And and I and, and but I've struggled with that my whole life and everything that I've done. Yeah. Um. But I thought you found this, and it's supposed to be like this is the only thing that does that all the rules from the rest of my life don't apply to. Like this is when I what, some shit I want to do. This is when I want. Well, you know, there's the other thing too is like you know you, you are younger. You know, you just turned 26. Yeah. I think like you 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 really have like an open runway to kind of yeah, like yeah. you know I definitely have a lot of different things going on in my life yeah, yeah, that like that. kind of like that. conflict with that. I get that. And so that that's a challenge. I get that. Um, but also that's just a hand you with dealt. You got to play it. Yeah, I mean, and then I do. Yeah. You know, also, like, I wasn't, you know, I, like, like for me personally, I drifted around on the things that I wanted to do. Yeah. So I didn't get started until, like, later, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and that's another, th- like, yeah. that's another thing that's, that they, yeah, st- and then sometimes you think about that, you're like, 
like, okay, there's people that obviously, you know, like George Burns was doing, uh, you know, he's doing comedy until he was 100 years old. Sure. Um, but but he's incredibly unique, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, there is a question that you have to ask. So you started at the right time. Like some, a guy I, like me. I wish me I would have started younger, but yeah. yeah of course. We, yeah. You know, everybody's like, I wish I, you know. Yeah. I saw some fucking girl come in. She did stand up. She was 12, 14 or <laughs> 13, 14. At our money. She did a great set. Yeah. yeah she had a great yeah. But set. those people won't continue. Like they'll just stop. Like I don't know. Like, and well, those people also have their parents. Yeah. Writing jokes yeah. May, maybe, maybe yeah, that might be the case. But the, the, the two that I met, I met a, 13-year-old at the Lantern, this boy, and then recently this 14-year-old. Lucian for my <laughs> <laughs> uh, Recently this girl came to the stand, Mike, and I think I think her dad was writing stuff for her. Okay. Yeah, and that's you know, good parenting. You know what's going to happen with those young kids? Drug addiction die. will get them much earlier. <laughs> you know, I, I, like to, I like to try to think the best of them, but, you know, yeah, yeah you, you never know what's going to happen. But, like, the point is yeah. when you start later, then you have this thing, this kind of dialogue, and I think a lot of people that I've talked to that have started later in comedy have this dialogue in your head like, Okay, like, is this worth it? Like, and, and is it worth it in the sense that it, am I, am I, did I start something that I have no possibility I know. I know. of ever succeeding? But, dude, at? but to be honest, listen, yeah. I started when I was 21 and I still think that. Oh, yeah. I still but get think those of, thoughts. Try, try starting 10 years after that and then think how intense that feeling would be. I know. But also, you sat down at the table. Yeah. You were dealt that. Your, yeah. your choice You're right. is You're right. play the hand or get up. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, no, like, nope. The dealer. I'm doing it, Ian. You're talking to me like. <laughs> no, I'm like, just saying the dealer. Get your the house shit together, bro. <laughs> no, no, I'm not telling you to get your shit together. But I feel like we always do have yeah. these conversations where, I, where, I, where I do tell you, I'm like, dude, for real, like you have to take this shit seriously, man. Like, people are so fucking funny. Like, people are so funny. Like, once you get a notch out of the open mic where you start doing these pro shows, oh yeah, you find out like when it's like. It'll be headliner after headliner after he like the other day I I was hosting at the stand and and the lineup was I hosted I opened then it was Mark Norman then Joe List then Rich Voss and Bonnie Ugh. and then Jessica Kirsten closed oh. so I'm like to the people I'm like do you so Joe List just did the garden for for yeah. Louis and Mark Norman did the garden Rich Voss is one of the most biggest like comedian there is so is Bonnie and Jessica so is Jessica so you, like they're monsters yeah like yeah. monsters and i and i you know like i i, I won't stop until like i'm i feel well, like but I'm all right so here has been doing it for like 30 years i know yeah I know. and also back to your thing of yeah. making mini goals yeah um that's great that's i do really that. do think that it's like video games like you can't power up to that monster level until you get opportunities like you're getting now yeah. like now you're yeah. getting booked for these 20 minute feature spots or 40 minute whatever spots you're yeah. getting you're getting these big bookings where you can be on stage for large amounts of time yeah. I do think I'm funny enough to handle those spots and I will get much funnier because when I do get those spots, but for now it's like, I got to keep this mini goal of getting out of the mics, yeah, you know, yeah. and just but, getting but, booked. Yeah. But for, I feel like it's tough to, you know, I don't know. I think it might be, may, I don't know. I just think maybe it might be tough because if, if, if you don't apply that to the five, if not you guys, I'm speaking generally, I'm not yeah, speaking yeah. directly to any of you, but like, if you don't apply, why are work, you staring at me when you say this? <laughs> though, you're sitting yeah. directly in front of me <laughs> and, and, and just like waving your finger. <laughs> <No>. back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like if you don't apply that to the five minute set, then even when you start doing 20, 30, 40 an hour, you're, you're going to apply the same thing. Well, if we're things. looking at pure material, like I've always thought like what you need to do is have a series of really tight five minute sets. Yes. You know, like, like Dude, you just, you would just, be shocked. Yeah. You would be shocked the amount of people that don't have five minutes. Uh, so I, I will admit that I still, to this day, if somebody was like, Hey, we have a full room in there. You want to do five minutes? 
when I take the stage, I don't know what exact five minutes I would yeah. do. I know like roughly what it would be. I know what I'd open with and what I'd end but with. But that's fine though. You that's but, fine. I didn't. I I don't think I was confident enough to have that at at that point at your point neither. Like I, that comes with time. There's you know, so much you can do with that time though. You know, I mean, it's like so much more time. Five? It's so little time, and it's so much more time than you think it is. Like I've seen people do amazing stuff in five minutes. You know, and at five minutes set, like, and it, there's only one thing you have to do in five minutes set, and that's kill. Yeah, that's it because yeah. that, that, like that's it's the, a sprint. That's it's the lowest. Form. Yeah, it's the yeah. lowest form of comedy that you're yeah. able hey, to get. Uh, I, I want to go back three minutes in our conversation. Yeah. This is a Julia Cameron quote from The Artist's Way. Yeah, uh, this is for all the people who started late. Uh, yeah. Tristan, Tristan, and I. This is not for you, Ian. You little fucking shit. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's a quote that says, so this is as if we're saying this, but do you know how old I will be by the time I learn to really play the piano or act or paint or write a decent play? Yes. You'll be the same age you will be if you don't. And then she says right after that, you should fucking quit. You should quit (laughs) and just like work, you know, be a good community member, maybe open a church or like raise children properly. Yeah. But look at look at like Mike like Mike D. Mike D. started when he was like forty five, and in ten Di years Ste- he was before he, yeah before he passed away he was like one of the biggest comics yeah. in Europe. Joe DeVito he started yeah but at you 32. see it killed him though yeah. it literally it literally <laughs> killed him <laughs> I didn't know Joe DeVito started so late are yeah, you sure Joe Joe worked in advertising uh, and then he changed careers at thirty two Joe DeVito's so funny you know He's like comedy is art and art the thing that's cool about art. You can really start at any age. I mean, and some people could say, well, like, well, there's some art that you can't like dancing, but it's like, yeah, maybe you can't be a ballerina yeah, at 30, thing, yeah. but you could be a modern art dancer yeah. until you're fucking 80 if you yeah. want. You won't have the same opportunities that you might have if but you're young. Still, it might not be there as easy. still are opportunities, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I might, you know, the fact of the matter is, is I might never get beyond a certain level with comedy, no matter how well I do, because of like when I started and like how my, the pace that I've progressed at, like that's a possibility. But no, like, maybe I don't agree with maybe that. not. I don't know. I mean, I think I agree that it's a possibility, but I don't think like that just depends on, you know, you need a little luck. You yeah, need to work hard. You, and you need a little. Also, luck. I think the road is so long that there are little places to to ma- like to be of service to, to like be to contribute to the the world of what we're in. And to yourself, like there's little things that you could be doing along the way that. Yeah. Look at like I look at somebody like like Ashley Gavin, like Ashley. Yeah. I think man, we've mentioned her like more than once in this podcast. Because yeah. there, like there's no way there's no way that Ashley Gavin will not be a successful comedian. Yeah. She just won't allow it. Yeah. <laughs> she just simply won't let it happen. Yeah. No, there's, she's got an amazing work ethic. There's no way it would happen. Yeah. There's no yeah. way it will happen. This conversation is making me think again about. Throwing away my iPhone, getting the flip phone again, and getting off my fucking computer. Because I honestly think I'm getting sick with digital addiction stuff. Uh, and I think if I let that go, maybe I have a fighting chance of writing the amount that I need to write to get good. No, but also, like, also, I've, I feel like the writing is important. Like, you got to develop. But also, you have to get better at writing. Like, yeah. that, like, you know, it, 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 you get more comfortable on stage. Like, it comes. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think it comes. I mean, at two years, I didn't have all this material that I feel like I have now. Like, my, my, the, like, 
everything I did before two years, I I, I probably don't have any. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Like yeah. I'm only I only have like one joke. I don't believe years. in throwing out material entirely. Like I'm I just yeah. You got I think it, you yeah. hold on to yeah. it and then you come back to it yeah. and like maybe if you can make it better, yeah, then I know. you do. Yeah, but I just haven't made it better yet. Yeah, <laughs> but I haven't yeah. made any of it better yet. Yeah. And not to say it was terrible stuff, but it's just like I'm a, also like I'm a different comic now. Like I like I didn't some of the stuff that I was saying back then I can't say now just because it is just yeah. You're saying all that stuff about Chinese people. Yeah, it's like I can't talk you're about really them anymore. Really anti Chinese. <laughs> yeah, it was really. I can't talk about them anymore. Now I love the Chinese. Yeah, and it's not believable. Them. Yeah, it's not believable. But what I I, for, I didn't ask you what was your goal. I don't know. I I would love to be a club comic, a touring club comic. That's like completely attainable. Uh, I how come when I said I just want to like perf- be passed at like a couple of clubs, you didn't say that. I did say that. You did not. I did say that. <laughs> you we're gonna rewind you, the tape. You <laughs> dithered a lot. You dithered a lot. Yeah, I dithered. Yeah. You didn't yeah. give me a straight up answer. Well, no, I said there's steps, right? Yeah, but I said the end goal. Oh, the end goal. I, yeah. I I perceived his question as, "What's your dream job?" Oh, and then okay. you were like, "Well, you see, you know, there's just so many." Yeah, and I got married, so I, never, I, 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 I don't know if I can. I... Uh, speaking of that, what's going on with you in relationships? Uh no, I mean, I'm trying to figure it out, dude. Dating? Trying? Yeah, trying to figure it out. You date man. comics? No, no, no. A lot of girls probably think you're very cute on shows. They do, but I, don't, of... I never know how to. I never know how to like. <laughs> You, like Dude. when they're sucking my dick, I'm like, is this, "What does this girl think?" About you need me? a good wingman. I'm a great wingman. I'm I'm in a relationship now, so I can't be like pulling tail anymore. But uh, sometimes that's the best wingman because you know they're not gonna, you know. Yeah. So if you ever need in. backup, yeah, let me man, know. I'm just I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm I'm just trying to figure backup, it out. Man. I'm just trying to figure it out, man. Not only that, like, but just everything, just life, just comedy. How does that apply? Who's not? Like, Who's not trying to figure it out? I don't know. I feel like some people think they know. Oh uh, well, yeah. That's but, happened, right? That's, that's, the, that's the worst thing. If you yeah. think you know, you never yeah. know. I'm like, I'm so bothered that I don't know that it it, it kind of like stresses me out. Yeah. Like this, like how to do it, like how to do this. You know, who's a comic that you admire that you think is very funny? Who who we all might know? Who's somebody you've been seeing around and you're like, look, I want what they have. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I mean, I, I was with you until the I want what they oh, have. So I use that phrase. That phrase comes from the program I go to for drinking. Mm. That's like so you, 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 you look toward people that ha- like live their life in a way that you would like to live your life. Uh, so I don't mean literally like I want their car, I want their girlfriend. It's just like you want like uh, the you way ad- they approach, admire their achievements, yeah. and or who fires you up you about know. comedy. I mean. That's just a difficult question because there's so many people, but at the same time, I don't want their life. Like I want my own life. Yeah, but of course. I, I like I like what you know what they do. I look at what they do, and I'm impressed. But it's not like I'm like I want to do that. There's there's not really it's not really people that I see around. Well, yeah, but that's why I ask on what level. Yeah. Like if if we're well, talking just recently, if we're like, talking about known people, like I look at Hannibal and I'm like, I would love yeah. to be where Hannibal is. Like yeah. he's just a dude that does what he wants. He talks about what he wants. Like he's not one of these, you know, sometimes people tell you, you got to speak about what's in your heart. You got no, you don't. You yeah. have to just be funny. Look at Hannibal, one of the funniest people out there. He's not talking about his family and and there's no molestation that happened when he was younger. You know, yeah. he's just being himself, whatever that may be. And it's hilarious. Yeah. That's in like a you know large scale. But if you talk about like people that we know from around here, like I think Rob Hayes is hilarious. Yeah. I think Mark Norman is hilarious. Like like and Mark Norman is one of those people that like I see him so much and no matter how the show is, he always brings yes. it. Yes. Always yes. brings it. It could be three three people, a hundred people. Yeah. He will always give you his 
fucking he, monster at bits. Uh, friends of mine had him on a show at Hi-Fi, which is a tiny comedy yeah, been room, been like know. 20 feet by 20 yeah. feet. He did that show the day after the doing garden. The Garden. Yeah. yeah, The Garden, which I heard he slayed at because, yeah. of course, he's a fucking great... And then Joe List did The Garden. Joe cried. Yeah, he did and it for... for well, I think for that's. A, I think Ian Lara will, will be that kind of guy one day, too. You I are think the I perfect opener. Yeah. Like... I mean, you just <laughs> narrowed your eyes at me. You no, pushed on myself opener. as a headliner. No, well, for me, you're a headliner. But I'm saying, like, when uh, when when uh, Tracy Morgan wants to do the garden, you'd be great to open for him because you know why? Because you're not the same style as him. But you will get them laughing and warmed up, and then he'll go up and crush. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I listen. I'll do. I do. I'll do. Really, like, literally. I'll do whatever I have, but it's, it's come to the point where, like now, like I've I've been so lucky and blessed to have like a management team that's that kind of is kinda, like kind of molding me and pushing me to like, no, you're not gonna do this. You this is what you have to do. Like thinking long term, because I'm I have these short term term goals that I try to attain, and then I think by doing this, I'm attaining the short term goal. And he's like, no, you're fucking up the long term mm. goal. You need to stop. You can't do this anymore. For example, like I, I I spent the last year and a half like hosting on the road. Like I would I would like these places I would go host. And, and you know the club it would be great the club would love me and we will have a good time and I love the club it was just so like when I opened for a tell like it was just so good and now I've done it like two three times and now the clubs love me and they want me back but now my manager's like no hold on you, you, you're not gonna continue to get Ian for a whole sp- right thing like if right. you love him then you have to move him up. Have like, a feature. Yeah, because I, we, we know what you're like. They're like, we know what you're trying to do. You're trying to book a great show with, with you know, with a solid host yeah. who's, who shouldn't be hosting for you. And then your, your regular feature who should probably be headlining and then a headliner. Yeah. So like I'm learning that I didn't I didn't realize about the business. I took a bunch of, of stuff and then it was like, you can't do that anymore. You, well, Ian, you have to stop. We love you, too. Oh, I appreciate it. No, we're thankful. We're thankful that you yeah. were able to come out today. Yeah, no, I'm, you took, I'm thankful. You took yeah. your night and you gave it to us. This was, this was a this was a very like structured uh, talk today. Was like, it? Where we really covered a lot of uh, com- comedic. Uh, you know, are the other talks thoughts. more all over the place? Uh, it depends on the person. You know, none of the other ones gave me so much doubt about my own. Why are you career. feeling so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this. I thought you guys would leave this and what? Like, yo, I'm gonna. No, I'm write. fired up. I'm fired yeah. up now. I'm fired up. Hey, yeah. Ian. For our, our listeners that we're starting to get, uh, what, what are you? What are you doing this next week or two? Like, what's some shows or? Oh, uh, next week I'll be. At, I mean, if you're in New York, I'll be at the stand this weekend, Friday and Saturday, and next week Wednesday, and then Friday and Saturday that week, and then the week. If you're in New Hampshire, I mean, that's a bunch of bullshit. I'll be. At, I'm usually at the stand. I'm find, not, I'm on IanLaraLive.com. Yeah, and find him on Instagram. Yeah. The best right. Instagram. IanLaraLive.com. Yeah. Ian, thanks so much. Thank you guys. Right, thank you. Appreciate that. This has been Tristan Smith. And Patrick Holbert. And uh, we'll see you on on another time. No, we won't, but you'll hear us. We're going to clean up this comics table now. It's a cool exit song.